You're listening to Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. It's news time now, though. Let's do that. It's not secret. No. Open to the public. Here we go. News time. Sean's here with that. That's right. And uh, hey, you know what? Hackers in Iran, North Korea, and China, they use chat GPT just like we do. And Marvel's first family. Will they finally get it right? News brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and more. Now with online ordering at pitbullsmoke.com, online or in-store. That's convenience for locals by locals. We will begin with the tragic story from yesterday, the shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade, where police say one person was killed, uh, at least 22 may have been injured, and 11 of those were children, nine of them to believe to be from gunshot wounds. Uh, The person who was killed has been identified as Lisa Lopez Galvin, a mother of two and a DJ for a Kansas City radio station out there, KKFI. Uh, The mayor of Kansas City, Quentin Lucas, spoke about the tragic event. I'm heartbroken. First of all, I'm praying for the victims and the families impacted. I start with them. Um, I'm incredibly upset, disappointed. I was there with my wife. I was there with my mother. Uh, We never would have thought that we, along with Chiefs players, along with fans, hundreds of thousands of people, would be forced to run for our safety today. Now, they were expecting up to close to a million people to show yeah. up to this thing. Uh, and uh, there's, there's videos all over social media, and I caution you from them. They can be quite upsetting. Right. Uh, you see people running. You can hear gunshots. You see the police officers running. Uh, and it's worth pointing out that this happened despite the fact they say there were 800 police officers there on staff for that event. Oh, and yeah. This guy's still... You don't know until you know. Exactly so, right. It's not on them. Yeah, yeah. It's just that these oh, guys no, not were not them at all. I'm at just, all. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. So so we need to know what the hell's going on here. They're still looking into a motive. You're not going to find that out anytime soon. Right. Uh, police do say that three people were taken into custody and firearms were recovered, but we just don't know what ha- why right now. Uh, there were several uh, Kansas City Chiefs fans on video that you can see being shared around as well that tackled one of the alleged gunmen yesterday uh, after the firing. Uh, one of them started running through the crowd. Again, the suspected gunman was running through the crowd when all of a sudden somebody jumps on him and uh, he wrestles with him for a second. He gets away. A second person jumps on him and then several people get involved to hold him until police can get involved. Uh, that's Paul. One of them was Paul Contreras, who was caught on camera right after it happened, telling what happened. We tackled him. We tackled him. He got close to me. I got the right angle on him, and I hit him from behind. And when I hit him from behind, I either jarred the gun out of his hand or out of his sleeve. Because as I'm taking him down to the ground, I see the gun on the ground. And that's when somebody else ran up and picked it up and yeah. got it away from the yeah. guy. So, uh, Focusing elsewhere and towards next week, uh, did you know that Monday is President's Day? No, I wasn't I really paying attention. Snuck right up on me. I well, see things about President's Day, and I was like, "Oh, it means less to us because we work on President's Day." We Very true. It's, it's not like you're getting a day off. But in this, in yeah. this around here, we've got a lot of people. <laughs> don't like me like that. A lot of government jobs and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is this Monday, uh, President's Day. Uh, is the Washington's birthday? It's the official name of the holiday, though. Is President's Day? Right. It's always celebrated on the third Monday of February, which I never remember that. No. Nope. Uh, but just as a heads up. Pretty much every city office is going to be closed on Monday. All the government. I, I could run you to yeah. the whole list of them, but just yeah. assume they're all going to be closed on Monday and plan to transact your business either tomorrow or on Tuesday. Right. That's the easiest way to get all of this done. I just wanted to remind people of that in case they have anything they need to take care of in the next few days. Uh, and another thing to remind you about, the uh, joy, you can join the city of Portsmouth and the city of Norfolk. They are hosting a job fair and expo at TCC's Portsmouth campus today from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. 
Uh, they're going to be helping you build valuable connections, they say. You'll gain new skills. They'll have resume-building help, and they'll give you access to tons of career opportunities at it. Uh, they say it'll bring together a diverse community of job seekers, employers, and industry experts all together in one roof, under one roof, excuse me. And they say they're doing on-the-spot interviews, so dress accordingly. But they also have some workshop stuff to help you if you you know, want help looking for jobs, writing your resume, being prepared for these cool. sort of things. So lots of stuff. Again, today, Portsmouth campus of TCC, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. House Speaker Mike Johnson has delivered a prepared statement. To, well, he delivered it last night or yesterday, at trying to reassure everybody about a very vague national security threat that was made. House Intelligence Committee Chair Mike Turner uh, earlier on Wednesday had asked President Joe Biden to declassify information relating to, quote, a serious national security threat. Uh, people started speculating about what that meant. Of course, that started running rampant on the Internet. Johnson arranged a press conference on cap- in the Capitol to uh, try and calm people down. I want to assure the American people there is no need for public alarm. We are going to work together to address this matter as we do all sensitive matters that are classified. And beyond that, uh, I'm not at liberty to disclose classified information and really can't say much more. No, but a senior congressional aide apparently is. Yeah. uh, Who is, and again, this is a report from them. This hasn't been confirmed, but they say the issue appears to be related to a space-deployed Russian anti-satellite weapon, possibly nuclear. Yeah. uh, That that may or may not have already been launched. (laughs) They're not entirely sure. All right. Republican warning of security threat about Russia wanting nuke in space. Yeah. That's ABC News website. Right. According, yeah. to, according to sources, yeah. that's what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's come out and confirmed that for us right? yet, but that's where we are now. Yeah. Uh, now, there is some thought about why, because we talked about this before. Representative Turner, the guy who made the vague statement. Right. There's, he said it kind of out of nowhere all of a sudden, and it caught everybody off guard. Well, yeah, and apparently they've known about this for a while, if you were in the Intel Committee or whatever. Apparently there's some th- speculation behind this. Yeah. Turner has been pushing for the reauthorization of a, a certain act, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, which gives intelligence agencies broad powers to spy on, spy on foreign governments without a warrant. Okay. The uh, law has been kind of controversial on the Hill, and it's not sure that it's going to get uh, renewed or reauthorized. Well, one of the representatives up there, Representative Andy Biggs from Arizona, has suggested on social media that the mysterious threat that Turner threw out there might have just been a stunt to try and convince people that we need to prioritize this. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the thought. He's just throwing that out there as an idea. But because, like you said, this is something that allegedly they already knew about. Right. Why all of a sudden would it be this burning issue? Well, as we're talking about a stunt, let's be clear that he didn't make it up. No, he did He's not make it up. He's choosing to let you know that they know this. Just making the statement right. is, is right. what their clients claim. Is what yeah. this one person is saying could be seen as a stunt. Could be a play. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I just saw that in the updated version of the story, sure. so I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. So that Surveillance Act, is that born of 9-11? Uh, that's a good question. I'm not entirely sounds sure. Like it, sounds it like it is. It absolutely sounds, sounds like, like something born yeah, out of that. Just yep. curious. Anyway. Wouldn't, wouldn't be shocked at all. Back to you. Uh, in a related note, hackers from Russia, North Korea, North Korea, Iran, and China all use the OpenAI tool ChatGPT, according to Microsoft. What's funny, though, is they're not using it for nefarious reasons. They're using it for everyday things like the rest of us do. Really? <laughs> yep. Send a memo to my brother hackers. That's 100% what they do. <laughs> Reminders and memos and things like that. That's what they're using it for. Wow. They say they're just using it like everybody else, trying to be more productive uh, in whatever they're doing. Write a valentine. I'm busy hacking. That's the head of... That's I need you to write me a valentine. To the head of Microsoft's customer security and trust team at the, talking to the New York Times. Roses are red. Uh, br- bread is bland. <laughs> I love of you, you may keep your hand. But it was just interesting kind of that Middle Eastern. They said they're state-backed hackers, 
and they're still they, that's what they're using it for. You'd expect yeah. them to try and use it for something nefarious, but yes. that's what they're doing. Nope, that's what we do. Now, uh, this is my hacker voice. <laughs> it's your hacker voice. I don't know what that is. It, I we, don't know. We pivot over to X, formerly known as Twitter now, yeah. where they might be in a little bit of trouble, actually. Really? Apparently, a lot of sanctioned individuals and groups, some labeled as terrorists, are paying for their premium service, and that might put them in trouble. Why? Yes, because... Uh, how? Well, uh, apparently the way it goes down is that uh, they, w- they have not pay a monthly fee for the check marks. I want the... I want the blue-checked jihad identity. Well, they said that some of That's them... That's the thing. They say uh, two leaders of Hezbollah uh, associated accounts with the Houthis in Yemen, uh, wow. state-run media accounts in Iran and Russia, yeah. have these check marks. And okay. they said the fact that X requires users to pay a monthly or annual fee for the premium service says that they are engaging in financial transactions with these accounts, which is a violation of U.S. sanctions. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? It doesn't matter if you chartered your business in Delaware or Texas. Right. At the federal level, you're done. Now, this is according to a report from a group called Tech Transparency Project. Musk moved Project. one of his other businesses yesterday. Uh, yes, yes, he did. He was moving it. The, the one he's, uh, SpaceX, he's thinking about reincorporating yeah. it out of Delaware. Right, right. He wants to move it because he's still mad at them. Yes. But, uh, yeah, they offer that, and they also said that they offer che- the gold check mark, which starts at $200 a month. What? What's the gold check uh, mark? It's even more prestige yeah. and, like, uh, your higher, higher level How many frequent miles do I get with it? Yeah, well, they said, uh, according to this report, Iran's Press TV yeah. and Russia's Tinkoff Bank, who are both sanctioned entities, mm-hmm. have the gold checks. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. so at the very least, they're providing uh, comfort to, essentially, the enemy. Yeah. Yeah, goods and services. Well, and since it offers extra uh, services and it's yeah. kind of a prioritization, they said that even if they gave them those and they didn't pay for them, right. they might still be in trouble. Wow, no kidding. According to that, so we'll have to see if anything develops. Very from this. interesting. Uh, we haven't yeah. had much of a statement from uh, X on this. They did say they remove the blue check marks and uh, sus- suspend anything that needs to be suspended. So maybe they caught them late or something. I don't know, but they'll uh, they'll wow. get on it. They say if it's necessary. They'll take action if necessary. He should just rename this thing, We'll Take Anybody's Money. That's the name of that app. He's pro. I mean, it's worth half of what it was, right? Yeah, yeah it is. I, I think, what is it, a third now is of what it it's third? worth or something like Jeez. that? Yeah, it's, it's wow. gone down significantly. Uh, speaking of Musk, though, when we brought up SpaceX, uh, SpaceX is going to deorbit some of their older Starlink internet satellites. Uh, they're going to reduce the number of potentially dangerous aircraft in or low Earth orbit because mm-hmm. they want to make room for more stuff up there. Yeah. They're going to get rid of 100 of them. They said uh, version one Starlink satellites will be deorbited. They are doing this because as they get older, uh, there's likely more issues. They're going to start having problems and not be able to right. navigate because, yeah. you know, these things program to move out of the way of other things up there. They automatically oh, right? move. Yes, that's what they're supposed to do, is automatically no get out of the way. Yeah. And they said that uh, between June 1st of 2023 and November 30th, Starlink satellites had to maneuver 24,410 times to avoid collisions, which is a high amount. It's yeah. a high amount. And they say that, unfortunately, some of these older ones will start losing the ability to do that. So we're going to deorbit them, which I love because that's not how the headliner I originally saw was written. The headline I originally saw said they're going to set them on fire. No. (laughs) Which is what will happen. They'll burn up as they they, they deorbit and come down to the Earth's Mm -hmm. atmosphere and everything. But they say they're going to do that. i got to call Jason from Space Farm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to need insurance. They say they are going to stay in touch with everybody to make sure that, like, where these things are coming down, they're not going to cause any problems for other right. uh, other spacecraft or anything like that. Well, this goes back to your earlier story about the threat. 
Yes. Because the, uh, the, the, the further out speculation is Putin is particularly unhappy with those Starlink satellites. Oh. And that, that his, his want is a satellite killer he wants to put in space. Yeah. yeah. So he can, well, and he, you know why? Because Starlink is supplying the Internet to, the, to Ukraine for this war. Oh, uh, that's a good point, yeah. Remember, we talked about that. That's and a good the, point. And uh, the American government has been underwriting that at the cost of $12 million a month. Yeah, Musk makes money on this. It's not he's not it's not some sort of uh, uh, not just being nice uh, altruistic uh, right. thing to. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, by the way, 100 satellites does sound like a lot for them to deorbit in the right. same time frame. However, they still have over 5,400 in orbit and they plan on getting up to 40,000. eventually. Wow, dude. So. Wow. So if one of his satellites takes out one from another country, per, for example. Yes. International incident. Could who's be. responsible? It really I think it. I mean, because he's a private entity, but nothing isn't. There's nothing in space. You you got to make a deal before you're allowed to jam yeah, stuff oh yeah. up into space. So, yeah, without so a doubt. it is sanctioned by some agency somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it would it would be an incident to say the least. But depending on yeah. whose satellite it was, would be right. determine how big of an incident. Right, right. Uh, and while we're talking about space, that applies directly to the backstory here. After years of waiting, we might finally get a good Fantastic Four movie. Ah! Marvel Studios announced the cast of the upcoming reboot of the Fantastic Four, now that they've got it from Fox now. Uh, The leading power couple of Reed Richards, or or Mr. Fantastic, and Sue Storm, the Invisible Woman, will officially be played by Pedro Pascal and Vanessa Kirby. Uh, respectively, uh, the fan, uh, the you know Pascal, he's the Mandalorian, Game of Thrones, yeah. Last of Us, he's huge. Yeah. Vanessa Kirby's been in some stuff too. She was just in the most recent Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Okay. She played White Widow in that. Yeah, I, I saw seen that. it. So you've seen yeah. it. You know who yeah. she is. Uh, she was also in Hobbs and Shaw. If anybody saw that, she played the hot sister. Uh, the Johnny Storm character, the Human Torch, will be played by Joseph Quinn, who's very popular. He played Eddie Munson on Stranger Things. Aww. Everybody loves him. And the final actor in there will be t- playing The Thing, or Ben Grimm, will be played by Ivan Moss Bachrock, who uh, people are probably most familiar with. He's already in the Marvel Universe. He played yeah. a character in The Punisher on Netflix. Wow. The Thing was so, always my favorite. Yeah, you like him? Yeah, I did. You like back, him? Way back in the day. Yeah. It used to be a cartoon show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, there's been a few movies of this. There was, there was one they did way back in the day. I remember Michael Chiklis was The Thing. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, they made two of those. That seemed to be a good fit. The fir- yeah, agreed. There were a couple of people in that that were good. Him and Chris Evans played Johnny Storm, the Human Torch, and he was pretty good, but mm. he's better as Captain America. Yeah. Jessica Elba. It was, ter- was a terrible, terrible Sue Storm, but she, I mean, she, we didn't mind her being in it. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, but the movies were bad. And but after that, they made another one with Miles Teller and Michael B. Jordan, and that was terrible. Right. But way back, if you go back to, like, the 70s, Fox made one of those. I think it was Fox made a, a Fantastic Four movie that never saw the light of day. Really? It's one of the worst movies ever made. Oh. You can find it online. It was not released, though. Uh, it is considered one of the worst movies ever made. They only did it so that they could hold on to the rights to it. Oh, because they, the, they had an agreement where they had to churn so it out every, yeah, yeah, every right. so often. Okay. You have to prove you're using the entity. And so they did that. If you find it, I recommend watching it on a, on a lazy night. You'll laugh your ass off at how bad it is. Cool. Uh, today, increasing clouds with a high near 58, light and variable wind becoming south 8 to 13 miles per hour, and wind gusts could get into the 20s. Tonight, mostly clear with a lower down 43, and tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high near 54. It's 35 degrees outside, heat wave. With the news, I'm Sean Hood for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.